بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمدك اللهم يا من نور قلوبنا بأنوار المحبة العلوية وأكمل لنا ديننا بالولاية المرتضوية وتم نعمته علينا بالهداية الحيدرية ونصلي ونسلم على الخاتم لما سبق والفاتح لمن غلق والمعلن الحق بالحق والدافع جيشات الأباطيل والدام سولات الأضاليل حبيبك وحبيبنا أبي القاسم محمد وعلى أهل بيت الأطيبين ولا سيما النور على النور في طخياء الديجور والإمام المنصور والسراج المستور مهدي هذه الأمة وخاتم الأئمة إمام زماننا الحجة بن الحسن العسكري عجل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف اللهم كل وليك الحجة بن الحسن صلواتك عليه وعلى آبائه في هذه الساعة وفي كل ساعة وليا حافظا وقائدا وناصرا ودليلا وعينا حتى تسكنه أرضك طوعا وتمتعه فيها طويلا To pray for the hastening of the reappearance of our awaited Savior Let's recite three loud salawat of Muhammad and Muhammad Allahumma salli ala Muhammad Allahumma salli ala Muhammad Respected mu'mineen, mu'minat, dear brothers and sisters May the peace and blessings of Allah be upon you all Assalamu alaikum jami'an wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh When it came to the last Friday in the holy month of Ramadan a dua is highly recommended to recite. Oh Allah, this month of Ramadan that has passed, allow me of those who are truly blessed and forgiven, who have been granted your mercy. La taj'alhu, oh O Allah, do not allow this month of Ramadan to be the very last month of Ramadan. We wish for us to have more blessed opportunities, blessed months of Ramadan. And if this is my last month of Ramadan, allow me to be of those who are truly blessed and forgiven. Oh Allah, as it comes towards the last few days in the holy month of Ramadan, it should be moments that we should be reflecting. Moments of i'tibar, 
moments of tafakkur from the first day of the month of Ramadan till today, what have I truly achieved? What have I done in truly seeking nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And also, now that it's coming to the end of the holy month of Ramadan, the test begins now. The test truly begins after the holy month of Ramadan. What did I learn from the holy month of Ramadan? How much did I discipline myself? How much did I gain that immunity from haram and sins? As was taught, and as a reminder, the best of deeds in the month of Ramadan, Allah, to stay away from those sins, those acts forbidden in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now that we are soon leaving the month of Ramadan, we need to see how much have I gained that shield of protection from sins and haram. For that month of Ramadan is a training mode that we've entered. If I leave the month of Ramadan and I go back to my old habits before the month of Ramadan, then I have not truly maximized the great benefits of the month of Ramadan. That's why you even find when the Holy Messenger returned with the group of mu'mineen and believers, he wanted to remind them that now you are going to the most difficult task. He said to them, رَجَعْنَا مِنْ جِهَادِ الْأَصْغَرِ إِلَىٰ جِهَادِ الْأَكْبَرِ Now you are all entering the greater jihad, the greater struggle. They said, Ya Rasulullah, where and what is jihadu al-akbar? He said, jihadu nafs That struggle against one's own nafs one's own self so you find so beautifully on the day of the first of shawwal on the day of eid al-fitr we recite salatul eid namaz eid and in salatul eid there are two surahs which are highly recommended to recite surat al-shams or shamsi wa duhaha and Surat Al-A'la Sabbih isma rabbika Al-A'la In these two surahs There are two verses which are very similar Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states Qad aflaha man zakkaha And another verse Qad aflaha man tazakka that aflaha, successful, are the ones who performed tazkiyah. Not only tazkiyah as in giving zakat, giving that financial due that's compulsory and obligatory upon us, but no, tazkiyah to nafs, that struggle and purification of my own nafs is the greater form of success that one has achieved at the end of the holy month of Ramadan. 
how have you improved yourself towards the end of the month of Ramadan? And that's why every single individual on their own basis needs to have a plan, a daily plan, a weekly plan, a monthly plan, and a yearly plan. That inshallah 2023, the year 2023, when we have the holy month of Ramadan approaching us, we can look back from 2022 to 2023, how much have I changed? How much have I improved? What sins have I truly removed from myself? What good deeds have I really invested in? Number one, on a day-to-day -day basis, I need to realize that I need to change. I need to improve. Look at myself. Don't look at others. Look at yourself. I need to improve myself. Al-haja ila tagheer. For I need to always have that ability and wish to achieve and gain nearness to those who are truly nearer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those awliya of Allah. Those ahlul bayt alayhim salam. Those who had the proximity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I need to always have that thought in my mind. How do I gain nearness to my role models? To those who are uswatun hasana, to the best of examples. And always need to improve and change to gain that perfection in my life. Or to try to achieve perfection in my life. Number two, on my day-to-day -day basis, I need to self-condition myself. Put for my own self some rules and regulations. Put some shurut. Today I'm going to perform this many raka'at of salah. Today I'm going to recite this many pages of the Holy Quran. Today I'm going to call my family and perform salat al-rahim. Today I'm going to spend and give charity. Today, this sinful act, I'm going to avoid. Today, I'm going to give a promise to avoid backbiting and ghiba. Today, I'm going to avoid gossiping and fitna. Put yourself some conditions, some rules, some regulations for your own self. So that you have something to look back to when you're going to start that day. And that day that you start, Remember self-surveillance. Remind yourself on a day-to-day -day basis, on an hourly basis, and every moment that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of my actions, aware of my deeds, aware of my what I'm performing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is shahid is bearing witness upon my actions. The angels are bearing witness upon my actions. The earth is bearing witness. The limbs are bearing... Everything is bearing witness upon me. Remind myself as a self-surveillance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of your actions, wherever you may 
whoever you may be. Go to a place where Allah cannot see you and then sin. No. Wherever I am, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is fully aware of my actions. But keep this in my mind thoroughly. Alam ya'lam bi anna Allah yara. Allah is seeing you. Allah is watching you. Allah is observing your actions. And perform your deeds accordingly. Throughout the day. And when it comes to the end of the night. The end of the day. Before one goes to sleep. To improve his own self. One should always perform muhasibatun nafs. Self accountability. Not of his financial dues. How much did I win today? How much have I lost today? How much have I borrowed today? How much has my wife spent in my credit card? How? No, 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 no. That's on one side. Muhasibatun nafs. Account your own deeds. Today, how many good deeds have I performed? How many hasanat have I performed? What good reward was there in my actions today? And ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase those good deeds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect those good deeds. And also, more importantly, what sins did I perform today? And what sins I must now truly ask for forgiveness. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before I sleep for forgiveness. What sins before I sleep I need to ask others for forgiveness. There's haqqullah and there's nas. For I am not guaranteed that I'm alive tomorrow, am I? No one. No one is guaranteed they're alive tomorrow. Ask for forgiveness. And give yourself a resolution and promise. Those good deeds, tomorrow I wish to increase them. And those sins, I wish to reduce them and reduce them and reduce them. And no longer perform these sins. Those ma'asiyah, those disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when that in my mind... On a day-to-day -day basis, I can see an improvement in myself. Muhasabatun nafs. Seventh Imam has been re recorded to have said, "Malam yuhasab nafsa laysa minna. Malam yuhasab nafsa kullayaw." One is not of us, the one who does not perform self-accountability. Every day, whether it's writing it down in a diary or recording it in your notes in your phone, record your actions. What have you done today? What have I done to please the Imam of my time? That my Imam is radin anni, that he's pleased with my actions. And that's why we need to remind ourselves about that nafs that we want to improve. Tazkiyatun nafs, Sayyidul Ibadat. Purifying my nafs is the greatest form of ibadah. Tazkiyatun nafs. Allah mentions in the Quran three forms of nafs. 
three forms of this personal self of ours. Whether we can call it the ego or that self within you, that part and parcel within you that has a huge importance in the decisions that you make. The first form, which is the least form, is nafsul ammara. That that nafsul ammara is commanding me and pulling me towards su, towards haram, towards disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That my body, my aql, my mind, my everything is subservient to this nafs, nafsul ammara. Whatever this nafs asks me to do, I'll do it. All those haram desires, I'll do it. All those acts of disobedience of God, I'll do it. Everything it calls out upon me, I'll go towards it. Without any saytara, without any control, without any free will of mine to think about it, no, whatever I'll do. And this is something we need to be careful in this day and age, in this part of the world. Sometimes you find people, they even encourage one another. Habibi, do what you want. You only live once. It's a free world. Let him sin. Let him be happy. Let him do what they want. Let them do this haram. Let them, it's fine. Let them do it for a few years. No. This is incorrect. One should not be doing anything and everything they want that their desires want. No. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us an aql. That's the difference between me and the animal. That animal who has that animalistic behavior, whose instinct would go to whatever it desires. No, we have an aql to control ourselves, to control my desires. Whatever I want within the parameters of the legal frame of the rules and regulations that Allah has set upon me. Nafsul Ammara, be careful. That self that pulls you always towards haram and sins, be careful. The second nafs, and this nafs considered nafsul lawama, it's considered the reproachful self. The self that performs sins, but afterwards feels some guilt, feels some remorse. The first nafs, no, performs haram sin, is never remorseful and continues. No, this one, nafsul lawama, performs sin, performs haram, but then actually is remorseful, asks for forgiveness thinks about it. Why did I perform such a sin? Why did I perform such a haram act? Was it really me who performed such? And then falls again into such sinful state and then asks for forgiveness. It's reproachful. Resentful. Nafsul lawama. Which can be some people consider themselves at such a state, but 
the greater self that we need to really achieve and try our best try our best every day achieve what awliya Allah had achieve what those prophets and imams truly had ya ayyatuha nafsul mutma'inna our nafs which is full of certainty certitude that nafs which is full of rida that nafs which is full of qana'a that nafs that performs everything out of atma'inan for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that nafs that the imams had that they would perform everything out of love for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah is well pleased with such individuals who are at that stage and they are well pleased with performing everything for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's where we need to have as my target aim that nafs, that heart, that self-consciousness which is full of itma'inan, full of performance for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our young children, brothers and sisters, I'm sure are awaiting the next few days where they're going to celebrate Eid, the first of Shawwal, a joyful occasion. A moment of prayer, a moment of remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a moment of family gatherings, a moment of inviting one another. But to remember the narration of Amir al Mu'mineen about what Eid truly is. He states, every day that a servant lan does not perform ma'asiyah of Allah, that day is the day of Eid. That day is a day to celebrate, is a day to be full of joy. That day that you avoided sins, you did not perform disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In my day-to-day diary, at the end of the day when I perform muhasabatul nafs, let me see from this Eid al-Fitr to the next year, how many days of my lives are days that I consider Eid. Eid as in those days that I did not perform ma'asiyah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those days. And of course, when it comes to these days and nights, when I wish to gain perfection, I wish to gain nafsul mutma'inna. I wish to stay away from ma'asiyah of Allah. And I wish to also have reflection, thinking, tadabbur. Remind myself that there are some deeds which are highly recommended to perform. Highly recommended to perform even on the day of Eid. This deed is not only exclusive for the day of Eid. But you find on the nights of Qadr we recited this deed on the night of the 15th of Sha'ban night of the 15th of Rajab 
nights which are exclusive special nights highly recommended to recite ziyara of Abba Abdullah Hussein Sayyidi wa Mawla Shabbat Jum'ah night of Friday highly recommended to recite ziyara of Abba Abdullah Hussein and on the day of Eid al-Fitr on the day of Eid highly recommended to recite ziyara of Abba Abdullah that ziyara of Abba Abdullah Hussein that we wish to be of those who join his ark. In al Hussein Misbahul Huda wa Safinatul Najat. Verily, Imam al Hussein is the ark of salvation and the lantern of guidance. That in the last nights and days of the month of Ramadan, I wish to call out, Ya Aba Abdullah. Ya Hussein, I wish to reach your ark. I wish to stretch my arm. And Ya Aba Abdullah, I will admit, I was drowning in my sins. Dhunubi kathira. And Ya Aba Abdullah, you are considered Safinatul Najat, the ark of salvation. Ark of salvation means what? That he goes and looks for those who are lost, who are drowning, who are full of sins, but are now full of regret and remorse. And they call out, Labbaika ya Hussein, Labbaika ya da'i Allah, in kana lam yujibka sam'i Oh, Abba Abdullah, if I was not there during the time that you asked, if my body, my badan was not there on that day, my ears and eyes are now calling out, for we wish to join your ark and be with Abba Abdullah Hussein and be of those who Allah's Holy Messenger states, Allah man Husayna. Allah verily loves all those who show love towards Abba Abdullah al Hussein. We wish to be of those who their guard of honor is Abba Abdullah al Hussein. Like that young man when he was in the battlefield of Karbala, all he would say, Amiri Husseinun wa ni'mal Amir Sururu Fa'ad al-Bashir al-Nadir If you wish to know me, all you need to know is my master is Aba Abdullah al-Hussein. For Aba Abdullah al-Hussein is my source of salvation in this world and source of salvation in Akhirah. For joining the Ark of Hussein is the Ark of the Ahlul Bayt. Man rakibaha faqad naja. Whoever joins the Ark is safe. And whoever ignores them, faqad halak. So these nights of the month of Ramadan remember our duties. But as we leave the nights of the month of Ramadan, 
And as we join the Eid, remember our duties and responsibilities and how we wish to gain perfection and inshallah to achieve nafsul mutma'inna and be of those who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has truly blessed. Assalamu alayka ya Aba Abdullah wa ala al-arwah allati hallat bifina'ik alayka minni salamullahi abadan ma baqeetu wa baqiya al-layl wa al-nahar wa la ja'alahu allahu akhir al-ahd minni liziyaratikum Assalamu ala al-Husayn wa ala Ali ibn al-Husayn wa ala awlad al-Husayn wa ala ashab al-Husayn Assalamu alaykum jami'an wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Al-Fatiha masbuqatan bis-salati ala Muhammad wa ala Muhammad